All right, getting some music in the background, fixing up this microphone. Gonna get my levels here checked. Check one, two. Let's put the music on pause for a little bit right here. We got a little bit of a kid see ghost playing in the background. I can feel theater now. <laughs> Didn't even say the fucking lyrics right. I can still feel the love. That's right. That's right, Cuddy. Say that shit loud and proud. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm talking to myself. There's not a mirror here. Um, if I had one, I just like place it in front of me. It's like, yo, what are you doing right now? Are you on that fucking microphone? Are you on a microphone right now? Damn, bro, it's been a fucking good minute. One hot, long minute. Yeah. All right, Pusha, thank you for that little introduction there. Um, yeah, welcome back, Adrian. You're back on the microphone. You got your coffee on your right side. Um, it's on top of a stool next to your... Uh, we got some cookies here. You got your phone connected to uh, pretty much a speaker because I can't really connect it to the uh, to the computer. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I got something weird. Um, my, uh, my whole setup is a little funky right now. It's probably going to get fixed up here shortly. Uh, wouldn't say today. Would say some other day. Either way, I'm happy to be back on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, July 23rd. What's up? What's happening? We're in the middle of the summer. Dog days of summer. It's, you know what? Normally that, um... That phrase, the dog days of summer, just implies that there's, you know, there's all these fucking hot days, these crazy days, long days, summer nights, summer days, we got stuff going on, you know, it's just being productive, it's just, that's the main, the mantra behind everything, dog days of summer, just get the shit going, be a dog, just go wild, just do your thing, spend some time with your friends, spend some time with the fam, go to the fucking lake, Check out some new things, museums, artifacts, a bunch of, you know, anything in general. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the dog days of summer. I mean, I remember kind of growing up, too. I would never put too much stock into doing anything during the summer, summer nights, summer days. It was not until probably high school when you actually start socializing with friends and then, you know, you want to go do some hooligan shit, go out, go roam the streets and start fucking loitering. <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the goal. Always loiter and don't add, don't give no fucks whatsoever. Mm. Coffee's still hot. I'm happy I just barely got it out of the fucking, um, you know, I just barely, this is brand new, new hot coffee. Still trying to get my brain flowing, getting in that mindset of, okay, you're recording yourself. You can hear yourself. Perfect. Yep. Bam. You're listening to your own voice once again and get comfortable because it's going to happen a lot more. We got a lot of these. We're going to be doing one twice, twice a week. That's the new, the new game, the plan. Um, by the way, I don't know if I, uh, introduced, uh, reintroduced myself, you know, we started doing this podcast, um, what, two, or attempted to, to kind of go do this ongoing podcast, uh, two years ago, yeah, I think two years ago, 
more or less. Um, the shoe, D A S O S A. <laughs> Apparently, I can't fucking spell the shoe, uh, which actually is uh, spelled out the show. This is the show. What's up, man? Slaying, bro. Slaying out. We got this fucking mic. We got my computer, the cum cum. <laughs> you know how like you shorten words and then they just come out super dumb or inappropriate or just did not work at all. Computer. When you're playing like an indi- like one player versus cum, that's what that's what I was thinking. But it came out as cum. Anyway, stupid joke. Don't stop. Just stop, Adrian. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to be doing this once again. I'm happy to hear myself talking in front of a microphone, looking at the computer as it's recording my voice and all those waveforms coming back to life. Woo! We got a tapestry, a purple, green, blue tapestry that I've had probably for like four years now. About four years, which is just pretty much um, hanging right in front of me. Um, I have a brilliant, beautiful... Um, Pretty much nice, authentic, two-year-old poster of the Joe Rogan experience. Shout out. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Shout out to young Jamie. Young Jamie actually sent this. Uh, I think he's... When when he was doing this earlier, I think he was doing something where he would respond back to fan. I don't know if he gave me a response like, Hey, yo, thanks for buying my shit. But, uh, you know, shout out to you. Shout out to Rogan for always uh, being that guy. The boy. The man, actually. I'm the boy. He's the man. Um, gonna get there. Gonna get there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, just giving an update, the shoe. Um, you know, originally we were just trying to fuck around, just have uh, me and some friends come together, talk some shit, what's, uh, what's on our minds. You know, a lot of people are doing podcasts these days, and um, it's cool. I think it's awesome. Podcasts really, um, the way that I see it, um, I, I, you know, it's like you can say people are copycats. You can say that they're trying to do something that, you know, everyone can easily manage for the most part. Um, and what, what is, what details a podcast too? You know, like who, who qualifies, who is someone that is qualified to be a podcaster, right? Like, can you talk? Can you say some interesting um, things and then people are going to listen to you? You know, I, I know for a fact that, you know, you can, you can be fucking super lame and, you know, not, not an optimist and just fuck, fuck around and just say like, yo, this ain't for me, man. I can't do this shit. That's cool. You know, what if, I, I don't know, but, you know, I, I, everyone should try to do something like this, right? Be a little bit more outspoken. Get rid of that self-esteem. Because there's a lot of things that are going to come out that might not be the exact same, you know, your, what your true thoughts are. And that's, uh, this is just like a practice run. It's getting more comfortable. It's going on. And, you know, they're, they're pretty fun. I, I enjoy doing them all the time. I just always forget to do them. But, um... Sticking to a regimen, sticking to a daily routine where, you know, that's going to be in the back of your head. I'd say it's going to be a fun time. And I'd say uh, anybody's really qualified to be 
to do a podcast. Unless you fucking suck at talking. You know, if you're just super, super insecure, just like nothing to say. Absolutely nothing to say. Everybody has something to say. You know, even my fucking four-year-old nephew has something to say. Anything. Anything that pops up in his mind. Hey, you know what? And you know? <laughs> and you know? He always starts sentences with that. Adrian, and you know? Um, Iron Man is super cool. And you know? And you know? Yep. Yep. You got something to say. Everybody got something to say. Um, and, you know, I don't like, I don't like to just like... Bring people down when it comes to shit like that. When just like having that communication, you know, tool in your head to talk to somebody, to just be outspoken, say what's on your mind. Cause that's, we're losing a lot of that today. Not a lot of people want to, you know, be that external fucking communicating person, if that makes sense. They don't want to be the person that's just. Out of nowhere, wants to just uh, well, not out of nowhere, but no one—they don't want to be the person just to say something, right? Like that's just kind of a common, an easy way to just start with with this uh, this topic, I guess. The way that people communicate these days, and I'm you know I'm also guilty of it as well. It's like you're in public. You want to be an individual. You want to be someone that not a lot of people are going to look at for the most part. Unless you would enjoy just that, that fucking, you know, that ongoing over and over outrageous attention that people look for. If you're that person, this does not apply to you. But for any, you know, average, you know, pedestrian individual that's just walking in public. Everyone has to walk in public in general, right? Unless you're a fucking idiot. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> I've been doing this thing lately where I uh, I try to like be super fucking dumb about burping. Just like make it sound as outrageous as possible and see what response I get. Um, I got it. I started doing that since leaving Italy. Uh, I went to Italy in June last month, stayed there for about five weeks, five and a half weeks. Um, amazing time. One of the, you know, life changing, all that shit, whatever, so-and-so. Um, but yeah, let's go back to the scenario that I, the, the scene that I have put for everyone here who is listening. Um, just imagine this, you're walking, you are, the setting is outside, public, people walking. It's a social area. Um, most of the time you get out of your car, close the door, lock the, the car. You don't want motherfuckers to get in and you walk around. You're just in this, you know, very, uh, busy, um, you know, place walking down the sidewalk and you know, any average person would just mind their own business. That's just kind of like the easy, uh, easy way to just get around places. Nobody wants to just be like, Hey, you know what? I have this random thought. I'm not used to this area of town and I need to ask for directions. Are you truly going to ask somebody? Like that's, that's the sense of communication. We, I, don't, I wouldn't say lost, but we lack these days. People don't want to reach out to somebody and just ask or 
comment or you know suggestion it's kind of everything is inclusive super inclusive but like to an individual people don't want to uh, work as a unit they don't want to work to their own which is you know it, and then it dives deeper into someone's thought someone's thought process um i ain't no doctor <laughs> in fact i'm not even qualified to talk about shit like this but you know, this is my opinion. I think that for the most part, you know, the, the communication is not lost when it comes to uh, just, you know, reaching out to the community. It's more or less, um, it's just, uh, you know, a tool that not a lot of people really use now. It's lacking. Uh, and uh, is it is it something that people need to start paying more attention to? Um yeah, definitely. Communication is key. Communication is one of the most important tools in general, like for any human. Um, you know, no one wants to be in isolation. No one wants to just have their own thoughts be running in, you know, in a room, you know, and nobody can come in except for that person. You know, we all have ways to just uh, express oneself and um, to communicate those expressions, uh, that's how, you know, that's how we, uh, create art. That's how we create ideas and innovations and all that bullshit. Communication's key. Communication's one of the most, uh, yeah, that's why, uh, when I went to school too, that's my two year degree, man. Communication. It's not to say that, you know, the real, actually, the, this is honest. This is my, the truth behind my communications degree <laughs> uh originally i was trying to go for theater and then i realized oh shit i need to stay in school a little bit longer and then i was pretty much going towards the way of of uh, finishing a degree in communications associate's degree and uh i just needed just a few of those those classes and next thing you know voila i am a man i'm a man who could communicate to other mans or woman's, or other pronoun, gender, species, whatever fuck yous. Ah, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's communication podcast. It's you know, it's the reason why I think I, uh, I, I just gravitate towards it. I just move in that direction and think, you know what? This is uh, moving forward. This is what I see myself doing and a lot more. There's constant communication um which leads me to just kind of talking about you know the show and where i see this uh podcast moving um because for the most part what like what what does it take to make a podcast now um in the past the way that we've been doing it i have my simple setup you know i got my audio box connected to uh the computer I got uh, the microphone here. I got a mixer, and you know, GarageBand could work. Um, I have which one? I have Studio. I forgot which uh, software I have, but those two. I'm using GarageBand right now because I'm just a little lazy. Uh, regardless of that, um, you know, it's 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 easy to start recording. It's not easy to find what to talk about and it's also not easy to just do it by yourself which is why uh yeah we're gonna be doing you know i, I 
I want a little bit of test. I want to see what we can do with this whole thing. So um, this is the revamped version of the show. We started doing it about four years ago. In and out, in and out. Stopped doing it all together. Then what happened was uh, I decided to just start doing another podcast, um, which we launched earlier this year. Um, did it gain track? I don't know. I don't know. Did it gain traction? Because we we uh, we were renting out a studio space of Voicebox Studios along with uh, their labor, which I appreciate. Shout out to Cameron. Cameron, you the boy. Voicebox Studios. We might come back, man. Um, I just want to use this stuff. It's much easier, much more convenient, and I'm a cheap motherfucker. Um, so yeah, this is this is the plan. Adrian 2.0 podcast version 2.0. The plan is to do two podcasts a week. Podcast number one, the show. Me, Mondays, every Monday, talking about just everything that's going on. News, music movies you know what's going on here in albuquerque what's going on with me um we'll bring in some guests too we'll talk about some shit um it's a free talk that's what that's the best way to kind of uh talk i I describe yeah describe this fucking podcast it's just a free for all free talk um and we'll say whatever we want to say um just a general kind of conversation and uh I like that. I think it's going to be great. Um, and I think it's just going to be a better uh, better way to just kind of uh, have a good time and get the week started. There's something about Mondays, too, that just uh, resonate. Bill Burr, one of my favorite comics. He has his podcasts every Monday, I think. Um, I don't know if it's because I, I last time I remember, I thought he was doing like two podcasts now. But... Um, I, I only know the Monday morning podcast that he does, and it's it's like it's the best. Honestly, Monday is the best day to start something. Sunday, you still got the weekend. You're still trying to either recover from the night before, or you know, no one's you know, everyone's got shit to do Sunday. You know, whether you want to go to a fucking church, whether you want to spend some time with the fam bam friends. You know, Sunday's not really a great time to get some shit going. Monday is like the productive, like all right, let's get. Let's get the fucking chains moving, man. We got shit to do. We got places to be, things to see. Um, Monday is like, all right, fuck, man. I got to force myself to get up 6.30, man. Get some coffee, do some exercise. Um, and it's just a productive day. Monday, that's why uh, I, don't, I, I don't understand. I hate Mondays. Mondays are fucking drag. I'm a kid. It's like, dude, just it's going to happen. Do you want it to be Tuesday, Wednesday? Like, uh, you know, everyone has their Monday. Sometimes it's not Monday. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the coffee's getting much better. Um, yeah, so that's podcast day, uh, the show. I'm sorry if I keep hitting this microphone too, by the way. I'm still trying to get comfortable here. Oh, And then the second one. The second podcast is going to be more commentary. Bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. More commentary is going to be the uh, more of a game style. It's not game style. It's going to be more or less what we were doing here earlier this month. We're just we have the TV playing. We're going to watch a movie. 
We can watch a full live concert. We can watch YouTube videos, but it has to be a duration of at least, you know, um, 90 minutes more or less, like the length of a movie for the most part. So if we're doing music shit, um, that's great. That's cool. But we still got to kind of talk about that shit too. Um, Movies, I think, so the first movie we did, (laughs) Million Dollar Baby. And I think the way that we're going to probably establish uh, more commentary, because it was just really, it didn't have too much of a structure. Um, in fact, it was just kind of like, it started off as a free-for-all. Um, I'm going to play some music in the background, if you don't mind. Yeah, bringing back that kidsy ghost. Uh, uh, Pusha T killed it for that verse. Anyways, more commentary. Originally, it was just more or less uh, we would give the introduction to the film along with who is uh, hosting the podcast. And then we will follow it up with, uh, yeah, actually playing the video, the content itself, and just uh, commentating, giving some thoughts on the piece. Maybe we have, you know, some previous um, experience with the subject. Maybe we don't. Um but it was really just kind of like a free-for-all. So maybe there might be some more structure to it. Um, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the best way to kind of do the show moving forward, first of all, depending on how many guests I can get that, that day, um, that's going to play a factor. And then the next one would be if they've seen the content. Because um, I, I do want to try... I would I would like to do like something where one of us has has seen it and the other one has not or maybe everyone's seen it and because it's kind of it's it's kind of tough for like if, for someone who's actually interested in watching our podcasts more commentary if they want to actually know a little bit of it or you know go in like you know with with no idea what what the movie's about or or the the subject and you know commentate i don't know if if we're ruining it but uh it'll be a trip dude yeah can't do it um yeah so those those are the two uh podcasts that's going to be going on um yeah, and we got this one. This is going to be the official numero uno. Everything was a test run. Everything was just fucking... Dude, that was all preschool, grade school type bullshit. This is real life, yo. This is it. We out here. We out here. Mmm. Yeah, so, yeah, welcome back, Adrian. Good to see you. July 23rd, Monday. Um. Yeah, let's talk about... Let's get to the subjects at hand, shall we? Because I wrote some shit down. Um, that's not true. I didn't really write anything down. This is what I wrote down. This was, These are my notes for my podcast notes for this one. Um, first of all, there's a there's a little philosophizing quote that I wanted to I wanted to just kind of share. Um, and it's one cannot step in the same river twice. All right. Do you guys know who that is? Do we even know who that is? Do you? Do I? Did I know that before finding out who it came from? It came from Herculitus, a Greek philosopher, man. 54 4 BC. 
No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river, and he is not the same man. That's some deep shit, yo. That's some huge, deep shit. It's kind of similar to Jay-Z's mom, right? Came out gay, 444. I remember. Either way, this is, uh, yeah, this is just kind of some good introduction type shit to philosophizing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when I uh, when I hear that, no man ever steps in the same river twice for it's not the same river and he's not the same man. You know, I uh, just let those words sink in and think about like any everybody it, it, it's projected differently for everyone else, right? For me, it's like, uh, yeah, I see that. I understand that, you know, in any given situation, um, you may do that task in a particular manner, you know, um, but over the course of time, you know, if you, if you run into that same exact, you know, circumstance, the this, this situation, um, it might, it's going to be different. It's going to be entirely different. There's always a new day. It's, that's where the, the whole idea of the new day, a new day. Um, I think of it in, in, in that realm of, of ideas. Um, you know, it's Herculitis. These guys, dude, they think, I, I always wonder too, like these old philosophers back in the day, if they just kind of like sit down, just like, yo, bro, let me just look at the sky real quick, man. What am I thinking of? What is life? What are, what are you? What am I? Like how, <laughs> I know like within, you know, because we're such an advanced species, you know, there's going to be that one, that one particular organism that's just going to be a little bit um, different or few of them that are going to be different. And they start questioning the status quo, which good for those philosophers, man. And then modern day, like, so that trips me out too. Then like you look at old ancient Greek Roman philosophers, let's fast forward to 2018 people who study philosophy and are deemed philosophers. Um, do you think the word itself, like the the title of a philosopher, is it meant to be for those who have established a way of thinking of ideas of logic, ethic, morals, and they were the ones that established it, the ones that brought it up to the um, you know the majority of people living? Because um, like we get. We pretty much just say philosopher. We title people philosophers now for, you know, just because they study it. They have, they've taken a course. They have, you know, the, all that shit. I get it, too. Like, they have, they have that sense of knowledge where you, they can examine the, the principles of a human being. Like, the, the way that they function mentally. Like, the way that the thought process, everything that's going on, life. Life in general, the definition of what a person is. They're the ones that examine it and just, you know, they, they're doing the research and everything. Um, but, you know, when you look at Plato and you look at uh, Socrates, like old ancient philosophers, man, they, they, that title is a purpose. That's what they're, that's who they are, right? Can you consider someone like a, a modern day Plato? Like, is there someone that has, came up with the most interesting and thought-provoking, um, 
you know, things about a person that, you know, Socrates and Plato, like they have so many fucking famous popular quotes, man. Do we have a person like that today? <clears throat> Damn, I should stop doing with the fucking burping. It sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I look at Sam Harris. I look at uh, Jordan Peterson, people who uh, that I've been, I was introduced to them through Rogan and through other uh, comedian, various podcasts. And they, uh, I listen to them and they're so, they're like super intelligent. They're these guys who just, um, you know, they're professors, philosophers, you know, they have that under their belt. They have a lot of things under their belt. Um, and they have, you know, years upon years of, of expertise that I will never in a, you know, never in a hundred years, uh, question, especially like, you know, when I see them getting attacked by all these fucking snowflakes, it's like, yeah, dude, they, they have the knowledge, man. They understand what's going on. But um, to have a title like that, a philosopher, is it, I don't know. Do you think it's just like people just throw it out like fucking trash? They give it to anybody. I don't know. It seems like it. But at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stigmatize philosopher, like the title of a philosopher in today's world. You know, it's just, it's just a, an engineer is an engineer. A doctor is a doctor. Philosopher is a philosopher. Maybe I'm putting too much weight under, you know, for that word. Um, But I, at the same time, (laughs) It's just one of those things, like, it's always been in, on my mind, like, you know, why would someone really be that indicative to label themselves a philosopher for every, like, in today's world? Since we all have, you know, the capacity and, and the understanding of going online and looking at shit right, there, and that's, I guess that's another thing that places, uh, that is placed un, under the term you know, the terminology of a philosopher, philosophy, all that shit. They, they have, they have some knowledge that you don't have. They have some, you know, way of thinking that's just so, that's, that's beyond regular day-to-day small talk. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah, my personal whole thing. I would say this. This is this is my stance then, because uh, after just rambling for a few minutes and thinking about it too, my whole stance on on philosophy, a philosopher, is that it's, uh, we should come up with another word for today. People back in the day, the boys, Plato, Heraclitus, Socrates, these guys, those are philosophers. Let's come up with a new term. Yeah, you know, we're we're making new shit up every day, bruh. You know, that's that bruh never came back in the eighteen hundreds, right? I don't think anyone ever said bruh. Yeah. So I would say let's go ahead and change the word for someone who is a philosopher, let's change it to something like um I don't know. The you know. Gear. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now, but whatever, whatever. It is what it is. All I know is you cannot step into the same river twice. 
Remember that. And don't forget it. I'm talking to you, Trump. You cannot step into the same river twice. I don't know. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. How much power you have. You can't do that shit. Because you know what happens. We're going to have a nuclear warfare, bro. Woo! No. Yeah. All right. That song just ended. Lauren Hill on that shit. We got Lauren Hill right now, Kanye. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Yeah. So, yeah. Earlier, uh, earlier today, let me just find it real quick. Um, yeah. Trump confronts Iran with fire and fury approach. That's what Business Insider just wrote. I saw the to- the tweet too, um, and the very first thing that I noticed too, it's just like, dude, all caps. I want to know this: Are you actually tweeting these things, or do you have somebody doing it for you? Because um, when you do uppercase, it's like you're yelling, right? Like, I think we've established that when you do uppercase texting or just anything, when you're sending a message, that means you're yelling it. So, uh, this, is, this is how it's read. To Iranian President Rouhini, never, ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. Awful Trump. Uh, impression, whatever. I'm still waking up, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll let things fly, right? Yeah, so never ever. It starts right there, but the first first four words, regular, I, <laughs> to Iranian President Rouhini. Rouhini. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Man, see? Damn, we're fucking retarded sometimes, right? Like, we don't know what's going on in the world. This is a president, and I, can, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Rouhini? Rouhini? Either way. Never, ever, never, comma, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. Bro. Dude. Like. (laughs) Yeah, you get. These are the types of. um, Yeah, those are like fighting words, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that? Like, is Trump, like, you know, sticking out his fucking chest? Like, bro, come on. Come at me. I was, uh, I was having a conversation with my younger brother, and um, we started talking about presidents. Um, I, I'm getting the impression, by the way, that he might be a Trump fan. That's what it sounds like. He keeps mentioning how, he, um, how much of a business genius Trump is or no not a genius more or less he's just talking about how successful how how lucky and successful and right place right time the Trump was during throughout his you know career as a business mongol um and just like this guy this entrepreneur this celebrity like the success that he's had my brother admires and you know what in all fairness, me too. Like, I appreciate when just anybody, anyone in general is just, um, they're, they reach a certain success point 
that not a lot of people have ever, you know, accomplished. With that said, though, I am not, you know, I'm not a Trump um, voter. I did not vote for him. I, you know, I am very indifferent with this presidency. Uh, on one hand, um, the popular vote, I, the, you know, I guess he was the popular, uh, um, what do you call him? <laughs> Holy shit. Popular candidate. Yeah, well, it was it was between Trump and Clinton, right? So it's like people, it's like the status quo. Like it, with any election, in general, there's always like the uh, the status quo type candidate and the popular, the populist vote. And then we have the other parties as well, which I decided to vote third party. Holla and look at me now. Look at me now. Hey, look at me now. Making paper. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not really a Trump, uh, fan. Well, hmm, I don't know. He says some funny shit sometimes and I, I can't help but laugh. Um, but you know, if I were to say, you know, if I were to give my honest opinions about Trump, uh, you know, especially with friends and people here, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd probably, you know, people would just be like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Trump's the worst fucking president ever, man. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, he's so fucking awful. Like, oh my God. Like, immigrants and... Like, it, don't get me wrong. Like, what he did about, uh, like, what happened, what recently happened with uh, separating uh, uh, those families with the kids staying in those uh, weird huts. Like, it's fucking disgusting. That's fucking distasteful. And, um, you know, I think uh, that's fucking awful. You know, at the same time, didn't they stop doing that too? Like, so there's, it's, it's getting to the point where all these conflicting messages and news reports and all this shit is so misleaded, misleading, misguided. Um, you go to, you, you look for any content from the left side of things, uh, from the Democrats. You know, you're obviously, you know what you're going to get, without a doubt. You know what you're going to get. You go to the right, you know what you're going to get. Fox is going to be fucking sucking Trump's dick. The left, they're going to try to, you know, pretty much fuck around with Trump the entire time. Like, just say so much bullshit that may not even be true. Like, and that's the thing about, uh, that's, that's the thing about the truth. <laughs> there are levels. It's a level meter, really. It's like. You get you get one of those like meters right like from from that side to this side. There's a spectrum, right? And for any sense in general, there is a truth to it, right? Something that's simple like apples are red, right? Apples are red. What is that on a meter on a truth meter? There's green apples, right? What if there's a what if there's an apple that's just fucking this form, man? Like. Not everything's a hundred, you know. So truth, yeah, truth is is a meter. That's and one side has their truth, and one side has their truth. Um, we just need to be as uh, well reporters, news reporters, and everybody just needs to be as objective 
as unbiased as possible. And that's not ever going to happen because we just have, unfortunately, we live in this uh, weird world. Like, yeah, you, you, try to, you try to put a defining character to it, but it's like it, we just do live in this place, this place in time where we have to just abide by the people we stand with that are, you know, fucking giving us those checks, man. They're cutting those checks, dude. That's what's up. And, you know, to abide by that is to get paid. But it's it's whatever, man. It's it's just uh, picking sides, picking sides. Um, I'm not I'm not a person to pick sides at this point anymore. I I no longer um, want to. And it's all right, man. It's all right to not pick sides. Even though you're gonna kind of uh, you know hurt people's feelings. <gasps> oh my god! Can't believe you're not with me on this. It's like, bro, dude, chill. I am with you. Not with that though. Despacito, hey, 2017 back. Holla. Shout out. Shout out to Despacito. Justin Bieber, you the boy. Um, who actually, you know, this is the funny thing about the song, too. I don't even know who is the actual artist that gets full credit for it. It is Luis Fonzi. Obviously, we know Daddy Yankee, though. Dude, this is like the all-time best kind of uh, get fucked up and go travel type song because you can go, you can take this song anywhere. It's world fucking wide, man. It's worldwide, hundred percent amazing. Um, I think I realized that earlier this year I went on a cruise line and they played this song in every part of the boat. We get off the boat, they start playing it in every stop we had. You know, everyone fucking jamming out, having a good time. That probably been played 20,000 times during that trip, dude. I don't even know. I don't give a fuck. But I was just like, man, just give me three more of these Long Island tees, man. Mm, I'm going to start grinding. Ooh, put my game up. Oh, oh, get some credits, man. Straight up. Mm. This is how we do in Puerto Rico. That's that's where I heard the fucking song. By the way, no, I didn't. Uh, anyways, let's go back to this Business Insider article of Trump um, that happened today. By the way, so this is yeah, this is all news. Um, Business Insider, and the article reads like this: the title: Trump pivots to confronting Iran with the fire and fury approach, and it could crush the Islamic Republic. Hmm. So, long title. <laughs> Woo! That one was strong. Anyways. <laughs> First thought that just came up. Woo! Ric Flair. Anyways, I just saw that, um, the 30 for 30. Great 30 for 30. Um, you know, there's some things that I could have, uh, I wish they could have added. Like, some of, like, I wanted to see some footage of him, like, going hard on the paint, dude. Drinking, I want to see that shit. Like, if you're talking about it, it's great. I want to see that shit, dude. Show and tell, bro. Show, mostly. That's the first word, show and tell. Uh, but I digress, because Trump, he's our president. And we need to give a little bit of a... Atten we have to give a little bit of attention so that people understand what's going on. Right, Adrian? You don't want to World War III, right, bro? You don't want to be recruited, bro? I would be a pretty fucking badass soldier, though. 
I would say that. 6'3", bro? Not that muscly. Just tall, slim. I got a little belly fat going on right now. Um, but still, I feel like I'm an athlete. I'm pretty competitive. I just don't... Uh, <laughs> I, I just don't fucking gloat about it, dude. But I got some guns, bro. Mm. So, Trump pivots to confronting Iran with the fire and fury approach. And it could crush the Islamic Republic. So this is an analysis by Alex Lockie. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about you, dude, but let's read your article. All right, here it goes. President Trump shut down a veiled vision of peace offered by Iran's president on Sunday to full-on threaten the Islamic Republic with historically epic confrontation. And it looks like as if his administration could topple the country. What? Dude, imagine that, Lo. Just listen. <laughs> Reading that, you're like, dude, are we... Uh, is, is our government trying to get new countries? Like, what the fuck's going on? And then, yeah, so, um, and then they start quoting uh, the, tw the tweet that Trump just uh, sent out to everybody so we can all see. Thank you, Trump. Um, yeah, so, to Iranian President Rouhani, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious, he continued. Trump was responding to the statements for Rouhani's, from Rouhani, Iran's elected political leader, who serves at the pleasure of Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, the country's religious supreme leader. In a meeting with Iranian diplomats, Rouhani offered a vision of peace with the U.S., but also said a conflict between the two would be the mother of all wars. That's his quote. According to Reuters, he said... America should know that peace with Iran is the mother of all peace, and war with Iran is the mother of all wars. Woo, that's crazy. Uh, Rouhani's statement, though balanced against the threat of massive war, actually represents a shift in Iranian foreign policy. Iran has strongly opposed the U.S. since its theocratic, theocratic government took power in 1979, sorry, with officials chanting death to America in parliament. Iran's Navy has the explicit, though lofty, operational goal of destroying the U.S. Navy. Rouhani, in extending a veiled olive branch, may have been acting in anticipation of an onslaught by Trump. A new report from Reuters suggests Trump's administration has launched a campaign to des designed to topple Iran's leader. leaders. Sorry. Several officials told Reuters that Trump would pressure Iran's leaders with tough and sanctions and an information campaign meant to erode their support. In recent statements from the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Pompeo, Pompeo indicate that shift has already taken place as the U.S. expresses its hope for the Iranian people to install a more moderate, secure government. Since late 2017, Iran has since waived a... Wave after wave, I'm sorry, let me start that again. Since late 2017, Iran has seen wave after wave of grassroots protests with citizens rejecting the regime's economic, social, and foreign policies. Iran women rejecting the forced dress code of headscarves have become more emblematic of the mood movement. 
While European countries strongly oppose Trump's withdrawal of the U.S. from the Iran nuclear deal, the threat of U.S. sanctions has successfully made Tehran a pariah in the business world. After Trump's withdrawal, Iran's current currency ballooned and the government imposed a set of strict financial controls of its citizens, capping the amount of foreign, foreign currency they can hold and seizing overseas accounts. As Iran's working class rejects the government's foreign policy ambitions, the upper class has had its aspirations of foreign travel or education crushed by such financial restrictions. Iran's government has responded to protests with security forces and violence time and time again, but the unrest has continued on a regular basis this year. At the same time, Israel has proved, I'm sorry, Israel has proved adept at beating back Iran in its push towards Mediterranean. In May, after a rocket attack that Israel attributed to Iran, is- Israeli jets devastated a large swath of Iranian forces in Syria. Russia, normally a power, powerful ally of Iran, swiftly turned its back on Tehran, refusing to sell its air defenses even when its forces were coming under heavy fire from Israel and telling Iran's militias to leave Syria. Yeah, there's a lot of shit here. Uh, Kareem Sanjapur, an Iran expert from the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace think tank, told Reuters that Trump's strategy could produce one or two outcomes. Outcome is one. Outcome one is capulation, forcing Iran to further curtail not only... You know what? Okay, I'm going to start right there before I make a fucking fool because I already did. But... From what I'm reading from this article, there's only two more paragraphs, which probably don't matter. Um, this is what I get from it. Um, it's just a conflicting situation on all parties. The citizens uh, trying to get their, uh, you know, some some social justice going on. Uh, the government uh, appears to be misleading, misleded. Whatever that means. I don't know, man. I don't know anything about uh, foreign affairs. And I have no interest because it's not my uh, forte. But uh, to have conflict with another country. And when, when one of the leaders says uh, the mother of all wars, it's like, dude, should you take that serious? Fuck yeah, dude. Especially if we have Trump, dude. I don't know if anything, if any uh, military action has taken place that is huge um because i know once obama left office we were still in the same war that we've been in for what a decade um and i I haven't heard anything about that right like is that still going on that's still going on we i haven't heard anything like oh we're done with the war everything's cool now let's chill out smoke some weed chill no we don't hear anything like that anymore in fact i don't even know what's going on for like out overseas it's like uh it's always just kind of like all right let's let's start uh swimming into the lake of the interwebs and figure out what's going on nope not gonna do it. it's uh, too much you know i want to watch Jesus and marrow i watch youtube shit listen to rogan's podcast see what's going on it's uh it just it's too depressing sometimes either way like, um, what is this year two for Trump? He has up to 2020 to, uh, you know, try to run again. 
Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so too uh, sour, like too, I'm not really like hugely sour on, on this uh, president um, as opposed to a lot of people here. I would say though, I'm not a, I'm not in complete support with, with everything he's done, especially all the, the, you know, the bullshit talk that he, uh, he gives us because it's hilarious. First of all, um, it's not, <laughs> yeah. Like I, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I get on Twitter. I just immediately search Trump. Don't follow him. I don't follow him. So there's, there's that, but I search Trump, um, click on his, uh, you know, page and just start reading his tweets and have a fucking day, dude. I'm always having a fucking day when I read that shit. Cause it's so like, what? <laughs> That's that's my immediate reaction. Like what, what, high pitch what? A high pitch what is just kind of like okay, I'm getting to some shit right now. Like this is gonna be fucking epic. And uh, yeah, most of the time it's just like oh my god, this is our president. You know, you look uh, ten years ago. No, not even ten years ago. Maybe I would say seven years ago ish, more or less. Seven to nine years ago, I was. I was a little wee little lad doing wee little lad shit watching television. SpongeBob. You know, when the parents are, are, are away, South Park. You know, it's just cartoons, dude. Just watching cartoons. Um, but when I would actually uh, watch some, you know, live, like real people on TV, watch TV shows, you know what show I would play? And it was amazing because I would just get a kick out of it every single time. It was like, you know, Fear Factor was one of them. It's like, so reality shows really, but Fear Factor, but the most important one, Celebrity Apprentice, holla. Shout out to Gary Busey. You're the boy. My favorite season of all time for sure. He was just fucking insane, dude. In fucking sane. Anyways, yeah, like that's that was my whole thing. <laughs> My whole introduction to Trump, um, that may not be true. I don't know what, because also I was, I, you know, dude, you're a boy in New Mexico in Albuquerque. Growing up, you're going to be watching the fucking WWE, man. Yeah. Yeah. We all watched WWE. So I remember that WrestleMania where it was Trump versus uh, Vince McMahon. And that shit was fucking genius. It was great. It was good, just good entertainment, man. You know, like machismo. Everyone's just trying to fucking be the man. Everyone's trying to be the man. Um, and that just played to to the whole uh, the narrative of Trump. He wants to be the man. Um, and sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. Right now he's the president. Like, what? How how big does it get at this point? Um, he has, he has his whole, um, he has voters. He has half of the country supporting him, half of it not. Um, is he going to win a second term? We'll find out. Um, I'm not like, you know, I don't know shit about politics or anything to that nature, but I can say that, uh, in New Mexico, it's hard to... It is. It kind of is hard to talk to rationally talk about Trump um, because 
if you say if you're if, speaking generalities here, you're trying to have a honest conversation about Trump. It's never gonna go the way you plan on it going, because there's gonna be. It's not that there's gonna be hurt feelings. It's, well, there. Yeah, actually, that's true. There, there's that portion of it, and then another one um, leading to just how much of a piece of shit he is, right? Another one, uh, like using specific, uh, you know, I don't know, words. To just kind of there's triggers. Like I don't want to use the word trigger, but there's triggers, man. And people just immediately come up, man. They're just like, yo, fuck that shit. Ain't about it. Not going to listen to the opposing side of things. Because that's the wrong side. There's a right and wrong side. You know, you're either in the right side or in the wrong side. Are you going to say half of America is in the wrong side? Well, they would obviously say yes. <laughs> And that's uh, the unfortunate, uh, yeah, like, they can't, they're only going to pick their team and root for every element of it. Like, you know, I'm a big Chargers fan. I love LA. I love the Chargers. You know, I root for them. However, I want to be as realistic and honest as possible. Are they going to win the fucking Super Bowl? No, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Trump going to be the best president? No, 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 no. Um, you know, the Chargers have a great defense and a great offense this year coming in. You know, they got Joey Bosa, two, some of the best pass rushers of right now in the league, right? Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. They're going on both sides, right? Are we going to say that they're the best defensive team in the NFL? Probably not. No, we still got, we got to work on the, the D-line, dude. We got to work on some certain things, man. We got some great corners. By the way, what you're listening to right now, ooh, look at that. It's the plane. I'm trying to talk over the plane. Yeah, this, where I am recording this, I am at least, um, I would say probably about 10 minutes more or less away from the, uh, from the airport, which is actually really fucking close. Um, most airports, you know, in big cities are kind of like on the outskirts of the, of the city. And, you know, Albuquerque is no different, um, but yeah, we, we live pretty fucking close to the airport, right? Anyways, um, yeah, the Chargers, yeah. So, you know, you got your team. If you don't, if you can't find the flaws to your team, you can't find them. Then you you're you're delusional, right? Like you, I can't I can't tell you that the Chargers are gonna win the Super Bowl because I have there's certain parts the tight end position, man. We just lost our best tight end, Hunter Henry's out for the season. All right, what are we gonna do there? You know, like we need we need that that weapon we don't have you know we have a great awesome cast of whiteouts right we got we got um keenan allen we got uh williams you know all these guys but we don't have that number one option you know there's a lot of different things man like you can win the championship and everything but you have to be realistic man trump you know we're hoping that you know economy goes well you know there's good um there's good policies in, in place, you know, like, uh, so, and his team too, like he has a whole different strategy. Republicans have a whole different strategy of, um, running, uh, a nation. Democrats have a whole thing of running a nation too. Republicans believe in, um, uh, uh, cutting taxes, less governmental programs, all that shit. Right. Uh, Democrats on the opposite side of things. We get it. Like there's two different opposing views 
of running a nation. Um, you know, compromise, bro. Just compromise. These are these are just kind of uh, fundamental needs for just anybody to just kind of work with somebody, dude. I've been in places and in environments where, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of colleagues, of coworkers, of, you know, classmates, of anything of that nature. But when you compromise, you know, you get shit done, right? You compromise, you know, you're in a group of four. You have a project due Monday. You know, one of them's not even going to show up throughout the weekend. He's gone. So what's the compromise? Well, we're not going to, you know... You know, the worst thing would be he's going to get, you know, he's going to get the same grade you get even though he didn't put the work in, right? That's awful. And then, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be scrutinized by the group, right? But as a whole, the better approach is always to just do the work and get the grade, man. Get the grade. Do the, put your best effort in as possible. And that's what we hope for for every president. Put their best effort and more, dude. Excuse me. You're going to have to, you know, if I, I'm just trying to put myself in those shoes as being someone who has a huge, big responsibility of running a nation, man. When you have that big of a responsibility, it needs to be placed, it needs to be planted in your head that you are the country, right? You should be the representative of a country. The, uh, the face, everything. Like, you are the guy. So if the country goes down, you go down. You are one with the country, right? Be Zen. Be one with the country. Buddha shit, man. Um, I, see, I don't see Trump that way, right? I don't see Trump going down with the nation. But, you know, tax cuts, great. That's cool. I, like, I appreciate that. Uh, we don't need all this spending, dude. And then, you know, I was listening to that recent um, podcast with Rogan, too, where he had the uh, um, the guy the, who's talking about the economy. I forgot what's his name. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of – it's a little bit eye-opening, too, just to kind of understand that there, there might be another recession bigger than 2008. And, uh, you know, where uh, Trump's kind of – in some ways, he's, he's just um, – He's he's making it happen. Like he's he's taking credit for uh, the low or for you know all the jobs and everything that's going on, and that's going to play in uh, a factor in this new recession allegedly. Uh, so you know, we'll see what happens. We'll, I don't know what's going to happen really. Like I'm not. I can only just look at everything, listen to people, and most of the information won't stay. But you know, as long as there's so, just like okay. What's the most important thing to know? Oh, there's a recession coming up. Oh shit! When you when something big like that, when you kind of hear that from from far away, but it's kind of like you know, it's like the wind, man. It's blowing, and you feel it. You're like, oh, what the fuck? Is that real? Is that what's going on? I think it's time to just start looking into it. Anybody can do it. Anybody with just kind of a, a computer and a noodle, a noodle, a noodle. <laughs> I was about to say noggin noodle. Noodle's a much better word. Just fucking go on Google, search that shit. Like, what should I do to prevent myself from suffering during a recession or some shit like that? I don't know. Either way, like, these are just kind of like, a, uh, you know, s- smoke signals. <laughs> uh, 
you wildin', bro. You wildin'. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, true. It's true. Um, but I think, um, yeah, if I was in that position, being Trump, you know, I would just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard, dude. You, yeah, because, like, all your constituents, your your voting blocks, every, like, you're taking, you, like, there's so much you have to think about. And you're just, you're one guy. You're only one guy. With an ego, too. He's coming from the entertainment world, man. People have fucking egos, for sure. They don't want to, they never want to admit it. But they do, like even even on a small scale, you know, you can be you can be humble, because most of the time, they, a lot of them, you know, personalities are humble for sure. But everything, you know, deep down, has to revolve around them, you know, and their time, right? There's no such thing as slowing down in their work area. They're just always on that spot, on that grind. And I think um, Trump's on that grind right now of um, playing himself, really. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I'll definitely want to just get some other opinions about that. But uh, what do you think, chair in front of me? Blank chair with nobody there? I think he's a fucker. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Shout out. Music shout out. Arcade Fire, bro. Killing the game. Woo, 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 woo. Didn't really like their last album, but I don't give up. Woo. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how much time I've been recording at this point in time. Um, I'll probably do a little bit more, right? What time? What time is it? All right. Break time. Break time. What I mean by that is... Uh, Maybe it's, uh, it can't be an hour, right? I haven't been recording for an hour. Yeah, I'll stop till around like 12, around noon. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the world's a scary place. And I'm all right with it. Because it just kind of makes everything more interesting. Um, something that's more, uh, something to talk about. And, uh. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, this is actually another thing I, I do want to share as well, which is uh, it happened Saturday morning um, this past weekend. Was it the 21st? Yeah, July 21st on a Saturday. Woke up. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's a, it's a good day. It's the weekend. You get to chill, have a good time. It's summertime. The weather right now, more or less, it's averaging about 100 degrees. So it's pretty fucking hot here in Albuquerque. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice little Sunday, waking up at 9 a.m. Um, I, I wake up, you know, just like, fuck, I'm exhausted. Holy shit. I got to get some coffee and something. Um, disconnect my phone from the charger. It's 100%. And the first thing, for some reason, lately what I've been doing, um, and another shout out, Jesus and Mero. Fucking love that show. It's fucking hilarious. It's great. Great stuff. But uh, yeah, the first thing I do, um, disconnect my phone from the charger, go on YouTube, and then watch another episode of Deez of Samaro. I take it to, uh, I, I get up from bed, 
take it with me to the bathroom. I just place it kind of like on the mirror area so I can kind of see the, the video. Start brushing my teeth, wash my face, do my thang, my thang thang, <laughs> my booty thang. No, that's not true. That's fucking, no. What? What? Shut up, Adrian. Anyways. Uh, yeah, do my thing and everything. Um, and then, yeah, I just play a second video and then I'm just kind of, you know, putting on some shorts, some shirt. And then I, I'm, I walked to the exit of the, of, of my room and it's just an individual room here. Like I have a, a, I don't know what you would call it. Just a room space, uh, out. So my parents have a house, right? My parents have a house, right? (laughs) They have a, they have a property, uh, with uh, the, the full house, the big house, the main house in the front. And then they have a shop slash apartment room at the back end. And I live in that apartment space back here. So this is where my room's at. Um, it's, uh, you know, I'm getting ready early morning, do all my things and every, and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I'm holding my phone, watching Jesus and Meryl, some episodes. Um, and I'm not really fully paying attention like my brain's probably at a 20 percent mostly and that most of that 20 percent is just working on listening to what Jesus and Mary are talking about and it's a funny show I don't know if you've ever seen it but all they do it, it's pretty much commentate like they just watch some videos and talk some shit and you know make some jokes and everything um and I'm just watching it having a good time and I'm I'm gonna transition from leaving the room to go into the big house right so I open the door Right, it's a hard door to open too. By the way, you got to apply a little bit of pressure. Like you got to pull hard more more than normal. Right. So I, you know, I get the handle, I open the door. I'm not paying attention most of the time when I do this trend. When I leave from door to door here in my room, it's you know I got to just hit the door hard to close it to slam it basically. So, um, yeah, I I'm holding my phone. I open the door. I switch hands, right? I switch hands. So I, I was holding the phone with my left hand. I switch it over to my right hand. And while I'm doing this, I'm holding my right hand. And with my right hand while holding the phone, I am cl- slamming the door, right? I slammed the door. But little did I know that I still had my left hand on the edge of, of the door, so it was still there, and I slam it, and I hit my index, my left index finger, so fucking hard that my whole nail came off, and it scraped off like at least a little bit of, of uh, skin, and it's hanging on the door too. Like it was the most gnarliest fucking slam ever. Like I've never, it, this has never happened to me. Like normally I'm not like. I get it. Tall people are pretty clumsy, dude. They're they're gullible, they're clumsy, all that shit. And I'm all that too, and more. But that shit right there <laughs> was incredible. Um, and that's not even the end of the story. So in complete just what the fuck? You know, I'm not even in pain at this moment. I'm just like in complete awe with just wait, what just happened? What just happened? Cause what happened. After that happened, I immediately opened the door and I'm like, oh my God, because the door never really closed. So I wouldn't say I opened the door, but I just left the door open and blood started gushing everywhere. 
Oh my god. It's like you leave the the water running and it's just going, going, going. That's how my finger was. Blood was just pouring down, dude. It's like Seattle rain. It's not stopping. It's going everywhere. And I'm not even in pain. I'm not even in pain. I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, you know, I'm just going back and forth, man. I'm going back and forth, just walking in circles like, oh my God, what is happening? And this, I was probably doing this for at least a couple minutes. Just like, oh my God, like there's so much blood everywhere. So finally, once I kind of uh, sobered up from that moment, I went straight to my bathroom washed it over not even looking at my finger too in fact at this point in time i didn't even know that the nail fully came off i'm just in like what the fuck a little delusional that, that like that's the best word to just kind of describe how i was feeling just i started pouring it with water oh my god it fucking hurts and then that's when i look yep my whole fingernail is off and it's just hanging on the door uh so i immediately once I kind of like, and it's still bleeding everywhere. So I just put some, you know, I wrapped it with just uh, some uh, toilet paper and I just hold, held on to it, went straight to the big house, got the first aid kit. And I'm just like, man, I'm kind of getting dizzy. I started losing a lot of blood. Um, so yeah, I go to the big room, get the first aid, big house, go to the, uh, get the first aid kit, go straight to their bathroom. And then hydrogen peroxide. I finished a full, bottle of hydrogen peroxide and just like kept spraying not spraying it but straining my fucking finger in it and it's like dude this is where all the pain actually came from like it's oh my god like just constantly like holding on to it just like my teeth just grinding and grinding and letting the peroxide just spill over dude sizzle on my finger dude it's like it's like caffeine it's just being carbonated oh my god it's fucking disgusting man and I'm just kind of getting dizzier and dizzier as it keeps going on, man. And then we don't have any gauze. I couldn't find any gauze. And I couldn't find anything to wrap my finger with it. So I go, I find some cotton. And I put the cotton on it and I just taped it, man. And I just relaxed for a quick, for a few minutes, man. Just calming myself down like, oh my God, you're in complete pain. And the best way for me to normally do that is I just, I would just kind of start walking around just like to going back and forth just all right let me be in the zone let me zen myself back to normal uh five minutes pass by maybe 10 minutes 10 minutes pass by and um uh, um uh, my mom she comes she comes back she she uh she left she came back and um uh, she's in the house she sees me i show her my finger she's like oh my god what happened and i show her the fingernail she's like oh my god and then she looks at it and she was like, wait, did you wrap yourself with cotton? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, you fucked up. <laughs> I did. I got it. I fucked up. Because I found out that cotton's going to stick to that exposed part. It's going to stick on it. And it's going to hurt like a motherfucker to take it off, too. So the next step now is to take that shit off. Take the, the cotton off and um, put some more peroxide uh and then you know just uh wrap it with gauze so we did that it hurt like a motherfucker and i nearly passed out dude at this point because i'm getting so dizzy to the point like i'm still losing blood mind you um i i'm happy that i didn't die <laughs> and everything turned out fine 
But uh, yeah, losing a fingernail is not the fun. It's also not that painful when it just immediately happens when it's just like so fast. Like imagine someone slowly pulling it out, right? That would be the most painful fucking predicament to be in, in under those circumstances. But the one that I was in, it's not, you know, apples and oranges, man. Just like you want it slow or you want it fast. I always want it fast, man. It's much easier. <laughs> it's much easier to deal with, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, the, you know, I'm a wounded soldier right now. 2018, for the most part, I've been, I've been. It's not to say that I've been having a, a lot of injuries, but uh, it's more, it's been more common. You know, the past few years, I've been actually having uh, some interesting injuries, whether they're cuts, not not major ones, not like, oh, I gotta have surgery for that shit. But just like things like, oh man, you fucking idiot, you did that shit. Um, the one before this fingernail situation was uh, I broke, I fractured my hand. I got a, uh, they call it a, a boxer's fracture, boxer fracture, fracture boxer. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was just you know I got that one from playing basketball, right? I uh, go for a layup midair, lose control of uh, myself, and then I land with my fist hitting the ground. Not not the best thing in the world. Uh, I had to wear kind of like this uh, this brace, this this wrist brace, and just kept my uh, kept my hand in check for the most part. Um, and then I think I had another one, another injury, but I don't remember. Um, yeah, 2018, a lot of interesting, uh, hits, a lot of injuries, that's for sure. And this fingernail is just, uh, another reason why, uh, people past six, two will always be, uh, super, uh, gullible and dumb. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to end it off with that piece of information. Um, yeah, it was great. I, once again, I just want to, want to say, don't do drugs, kids, because drugs are for queers. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm, I don't believe that. I do drugs. I ain't a queer. Yeah, that was not even in the, <laughs> it was just like a unnecessary finish to, to this podcast. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, it might've been a little kind of off. Um, we're going to do this again and we're going to do it much better. Um, the show, Adrian, uh, you can follow me on, um, platforms, various platforms, social media platforms, Facebook, you can find me there. Uh, never on that shit, but you can try Instagram, squinty Jesus, S Q U I N T Y J E S U S Snapchat. You can follow me on Snapchat, buttermilk tits, all one word, butter, B U T T E R M I L K T I T S. <laughs> and then uh twitter i think it's also squinty jesus there as well um but yeah we will probably be back with another podcast this week uh more commentary <coughs> it's probably gonna be with bread it's probably gonna be with jonathan we're gonna find out uh we're gonna also find out it's gonna be recorded on video if you want to see our lovely little faces uh, the show is always going to be uh, audio format until I want to invest more 
into it. But for now, Adrian Rivas signing off. See you bitches later.